Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Lindsay Maria, a tech funnels and automation specialist for six and seven figure online coaches who totally geeks out on making every aspect of a client's business run on autopilot. And blatantly, her job is to eliminate her own job from your business. I love that. Perfect. Lindsay, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you here. So, hey, can you just expand a little bit more on where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So today I am in a period of, what is the word I want to look for? Um, Reinvention. Um, Mm. So I began my journey um, as a VA. And so now I'm in this tech and automation world. Um, and that was that was a quite a journey in itself. So now I'm in a reinvention because I get to figure out how to scale it and grow it. Mm. To this point, I have my dreamiest clients are loving, caring, genuine coaches. And that, I mean, I say that from the experience of working with people who weren't that way. And who treated their contractors like employees, less than employees, and um, the damage that does along the way to your self-worth. And you you start to question your own abilities and your skill set, even though you know that you're good at what you do. But so I, I go back, basically that led me to my reinvention was mm. letting go of those clients. Oh, beautiful. So so I guess as as you grow in your business, there was that level of taking on hats, as most people do, all the clients, anyone who will put money towards you, as you kind of, maybe it's it comes from scarcity or excitement. Sometimes it comes from just not knowing and not seeing the red flags, the people you want to work, exploring. So mm. you've put your flag in the sand and it's, no, I want to work with those online coaches who damn it they make a difference damn it they care ah oh, and oh, they want to be fun for you to work with because that's that's a huge huge part of it absolutely um it's it's about authenticity they those people truly care what their team members are going through in their own lives mm. they're they're interested in asking you, what can I do to support you in your business? Because you're here day in and day out supporting me and mine. 
And that kind of synergy, I think is just, it's so beautiful. And it makes us want to show up for them and their yeah. business even more. It, it's not, it, it takes away the whole, oh, I have this project I have to complete today. Here, today's my deadline. It takes that mm. away. And it's like, what else can I do? How else can I support? Hold on. But also there, there's that double-edged sword, which that is yep. beautiful. But also it's like, oh, how can I over-deliver and over-prioritize? Yep. <laughs> and so we'll, we'll talk about that a bit later on. Absolutely. <laughs> but so with this, the tech, the funnels, the automations, tell me about that support that you say that you give your clients. Yeah. Break it down for me. What What is it that when your clients first come to you, where are they traditionally? What's the, what is the challenge that they're, they're, they're coming to you with? Sure. Um, so most often I have coaches coming to me who are going into a funnel or going into a launch rather and need their funnels set up, their sales pages, things like that. Um, you know, opt-in pages, all the things. And most of them don't have a full-time tech person on team. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're scaling, they're getting to that point. They might have a tech EVA, um, which is, which was me and I developed. Right. Um, but they just, they're, they know that they're going to be in the thick of it and they're not going to have time to be sitting, figuring it out or working with their VA or whatever. They need somebody to come in and just handle it. Mm -hmm. so, more often than not, that's where I come in. <laughs> okay. So there, there's, there's a massive transition for you, for your clients. They're on the, on the verge. They, they need that help. So they're probably that, that pivotal time where it's, it's money or it's time. There's only so much they can do. So there's a level of, there's a, a ceiling, there's a threshold that needs to break. So how do you help people to, to overcome that? Are all your clients that you speak to all like super ready and they're all in hundred percent or is there a level of, um, information education that you need to, to give all the oh, what what is the peace of mind they need to hear so that they're like okay maybe i'm nervous maybe i'm scared but i'm i'm in let's do this yeah no it's a mix it's a mix i have some people who come to me and they're like they just want to hear you know what i can do for them and how i can support them and then they hear my prices and they're like you're on my list for later when i hit six figures or whatever yeah <laughs> like i love that you Said that and thank you. I appreciate being on your list for later down the line. Um, and I'm rooting for your growth. Um, but yeah, so then I will have the people who come to me and they're like, listen, I already know your skills. I already know who you've worked for. I've seen your work. I have this coming up. I need you like stat. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a little of both, which I genuinely appreciate because it gives me the people who aren't ready and just hey, let's just do this. They're the ones that I have the opportunity to pour into and let them know, like, I I've seen the businesses grow from the time I start till the time maybe I come oh, you with them know or whatever. What's possible. I know what's possible for them. Right. I and I can see it in them. It's like I and I never imagined I would be any sort of like a coach or a mentor in that capacity. But it just sort of naturally develops when I'm on these, you know, there's supposed to be sales calls, right? But I'm like, no, let me, let me show you or tell you what I see. And, um, and that has really, that's grown my circle of connections and been super valuable. Um, and just like, really, really warms my heart. And, and so I, I love, I love when that happens. 
right? So even a no is a win for me or not. That, that right phrase, now. I want to break it, break <laughs> that down. Let me show you what I see. Oh, fuck. Now that is a beautiful place to be on a discovery call, sales call, clarity call, whatever you want to call it, to be yeah. able to say, let me show you the possibility. Let me show you what, what I can see. And, and and then you have the opportunity to look at that as a as an opportunity or a threat or something for the future, but to step into the shoes because we talk about this all the time with with, with our clients. I mean, crumbs. We help people find the clarity in what they want to do, be able to take the steps that they never knew they they could take, help them see what they can't see on their own, do the things they ah oh, they want to do but couldn't. There is that ability of you can ah oh, you can borrow our confidence in you. You can understand yeah. and, and and share our traits in that. I mean, we need your dedication. You have to just show up. Apart from that, everything else is borrowable. Everything mm -hmm. else can be grown and nurtured. So it sounds like you're in a similar place where borrow my confidence. Here's what I see. Here, here's what I see with your business. Here is what's possible. Here is the oh crumbs. Here is the impact it's going to have. So tell me about that. <laughs> what is the impact when you help someone to build the tech? the websites, the funnels, when they set up the automations that mean it's not, it's no longer a manual process based on, oh, I need to work out what to say again and again and again. What is the true impact of, of all that? I mean, the true impact is they're actually getting their message out in their brand, in their style, showing the world who they are mm. and they're able to expand their reach and stay in their own zone of genius without burning themselves out because they're not having to worry about all of this tech and backend and automations and yeah. anything like that. They're able to focus on what they do best. And when you're not reinventing the wheel over and over again, you're able to create new things. You're, you leave that space, that spaciousness for creativity. Mm. New things will come to you. You know, you'll, by reaching new clients, further audiences, you'll get feedback from them on what they want from you. And then you get to show up for them in a way that aligns yeah. with the business values and all of that. So it's all these kind of spinning plates that you help put on. Here's, here's an engine for that one. That's not going nowhere. That's taken care of. You can put that down. Stop doing this. Right. Yeah. What, what else? Lift your head up. What else is possible? And I guess that's when Unforgettable comes in in our work, which is, oh, shit, now I need to, I was putting off doing all that stuff because I have to do all these emails or I, I have to continue to do this manual process. Now it frees you up. There's a, a blessing and a curse. It now invites mm. that conversation of, okay, what do you want? And what's really stopping you? And now there's, you've removed these, the, the, the barriers that were like, here's the justification, here are the excuses. Now it's, it's much more fresh and that's oh, that that's our world that's the beauty that the, the kind of we see so hey thank you for getting people to that point of yeah. of realization it's, it's huge i love that yeah absolutely um, but this this journey for you what was it about this line of work because as a va you you've done the whole working for other people and and tr learning your trade and building these skills what was it that you were like hell yes I'm going to build my business based on this is what I want to do. What was that journey like? Yeah, it's so, it's so interesting because when I got started, it was a total leap of faith. I was a government contractor and I was bored out of my mind. <laughs> and 
I was living uh, the death by cubicle, just slowly dying inside mm. that small little bubble, right? Um, and I saw a uh, something on Facebook, just it was a, an application for um, a VA school, like a course. And I was like, I'm doing this. I'm going all in. This was about six years ago. Yeah. And I signed up and I devoured that course in eight hours. Got certified and everything, did all the things. And the the owner even told me, she was like, nobody's ever gone through it this quickly. And I was like, I'm hungry. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and through that hunger, like through her and some of her clients, the, the owner of the course, um, I, I immediately started getting referrals. And it was building Summit website, you know, the online interview series. And so thankfully that course started in that manner where I immediately was taught not just how to be an admin or not that there's anything wrong with that. I've done that plenty of times in my life too, but to also go in to the technical aspects. And that's where I kind of got the bug. And I was like, I Mm. really enjoy doing this. And so the evolution of it was as I'm working on teams as, you know, an EA executive assistant or just a VA, I'm, I kind of like naturally became a backup to the tech people that were on the teams. I was, and then I was learning and they were inadvertently being like my apprentice. Right. (laughs) So it was, it was beautiful. It was really, really magical. Um, And so yeah, it just sort of evolved. And I got to the point where I knew I needed to raise my rates. I knew I was going to be stagnant if I didn't start doing something along those lines. Um, and I knew I wanted to go to retainer because I wanted, you know, that stability. It's just easier. It's less having to worry about clicking a timer <laughs> and tracking hours and all of that. I'm like, because when I get into my work, I put my head down and I get it done and I will forget to hit that timer. Oh, hey, double-edged sword. There you are again, right? We, we touched on a earlier. Yes, 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 100%. Um, so anyway, but also as I was getting more proficient in my job, I'm doing more work for less money if I stay hourly. Mm. It just, Ooh, you know. Pause, pause, pause. Yes, that, that yes. moment where you get yes. so efficient, get so good at what you do, that actually it's what takes other people 10, 20, 30 hours takes you two, five, ten. And there is that natural evolution. Is it fair to be charging less than someone less efficient than you? However, and the, all these now we're into the mindset of the the employee, the contractor, freelancer, the business owner, the entrepreneur, the CEO. So you can start to see your kind of evolution go through mm. this. As you as you then said, hell yes, you have your business models. You maybe change the structure of your business. You actually stepped into this this new identity. What was it? What was the challenges that you were like? Oh my gosh, I I never saw this one coming. Like the entirety of the yes, you say yes to this, but here's what else comes with it. What what were they? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I, like I said, I started about six years ago, and. It was only two years ago that I actually started investing in myself, started saying yes, coaching programs, all of that. Yeah. Um, and after my very first year of coaching, I decided to go all in. I said, okay, this is going to be my six-figure year. I now have the support. I know what I want to do. That, I did hit that six figures, <laughs> but that was the year that led me to working with 
unaligned clients who mm. treated me poorly, who had all of my um, past doubts and, you know, the inner monologue, like bashing my self-worth and all of that coming up, burnout, all of the things. Yeah. And I had to step back and say, okay, I get to make this impact and I get to make this income and I get to do it in a different way because I am never doing that again. So fast forward, I'm putting together my plan for 2024 with my business coach. I'm going over it. I said, you know, I went to six figures. That's fine. I could leave. I'm not at six figures now because I release toxic clients. And it's been very stretchy, but it's also given me the space that I've needed to really sit with myself and what I want to accomplish and what I get to do to make it happen. Yeah, that and reinvention. Ensure. That reinvention yeah. is, is huge. It's it's not just you have a business coach and you're planning out exactly what this business looks like, what the technical side of it is, what the strategies are. There's a whole that's beautiful. There's also yeah. reinvention of, of oneself through this, the personal side, which is often, so often overlooked, that is fundamental. I mean, unforget yourself. You're the most important asset in your business. I mean, we get to challenge and poke fun at each other because you're like, no, the tech, the funnels, the automations, it's important. Absolutely. But who's the one person that can fuck this up and mess it all up <laughs> and not use it? it it's it's us. It's the, it's the business owner. It's the CEO. It's the visionary. That is yeah. the most important aspect. So you're you're going through all these kind of iterations and, and, and changes right now. What is that like for you for going through that level of success, the level of information that came through? And now, oh, you, you get to build what you want. How are you stretching yourself in this moment? Yes. It's, um, <laughs> it's incredible. I am, my stretch is visibility mm. because I've always been behind the scenes. I'm the support. I, w- I never was the person who was out talking about, you know, my business and what I do and, yeah. you know, having these types of conversations. I was, I wasn't doing that. I was talking to my clients and they were out on stage, right? Essentially. So I am now realizing that if I want, I mean, I've been watching other coaches do this. If I want to grow my business in that way, mm. I get to speak up. I get to sh- to tell people, Hey, this is what I have going on. You know, uh, my business from the beginning, I've been blessed to, to say has been all referral based. I have never had to go out and try to find clients or anything like that. That is <laughs> a topic that we could spend a whole, a whole couple of episodes talking through that. I remember that with, with my agency back in the UK crumbs. I was so proud that everything came from word of mouth and referrals, which is a beautiful blessing. It comes from blessings from your past clients. It's, it's a lovely place to be. It's also not fucking scalable. And actually I was so proud of it because I was so terrified of putting myself out there. How do I do this? What do I do? What if they see me as all these thoughts and feelings come in? So I hid behind. Everything comes from referrals and word of mouth. Great. And that's why you're struggling. And that's why it's not scalable. So 
it is beautiful to have that. <laughs> it is not a solid strategy. So, and, and now you're feeling this. After going through that, you now have to be like, oh, I need to be visible. I got, mm. from, from your skill set, which is behind the scenes. Oh, it's so comfortable being behind the scenes, doing all this stuff, whilst your clients go out there and do the, the scary stuff. But for you, you were doing their scary stuff. They like pulling up the hood and trying to work how these these platforms work together and how that gets sent out. And when oh my word, you love that stuff. So you get to crumbs. You get now to to enter both worlds, to have that behind the scenes confidence and knowledge. And now you're stepping into how to be seen. Once you're able to achieve this, once you're able to confidently, consistently show up. What's that going to be like for you? Oh, I think it's going to be magical. I, I, I feel in my bones something big coming. Uh, and I started to say a few minutes ago, you know, when I was setting out my 2024 plan, I could have, I could have just said, oh, I, I'm going to get back to 100,000. But instead, I went straight to 250. And I mapped out what a month would look like to get there. And my coach said, this, this is beautiful. Uh, is it, uh, do you have the capacity? And I said, absolutely not. That's why I get to hire somebody. If I want to make that type of impact, mm. I get to have support just like I've been the support. So I'm like all of these mindset shifts, all of these realizations are finally coming full circle. And even though the last few months have been really stretchy financially, I needed it. And I purposely was not going out asking if anybody needed anything or like trying to like scrape together clients or anything like that. I was like, I'm going to let this be what it is mm. because I know I get to make a huge difference for not only my clients, but for myself and my kids. And I get to build something and have them see what's possible with, with hard work and dedication there it is again you just said what's possible you did you started the conversation saying about for your clients you help them see what's what's possible what they can't see what's what's out there now you're doing it again for can you see the shift it's mm -hmm. no longer about your clients not the top level it's the legacy for you mm -hmm. your family ultimately the the time that you get to spend with them what you get to show them about what is hard work what really is hard work how much hard work what is the balance between time like, oh my gosh, you get to use all your 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 wealth of the experience of messing up and doing the wrong thing. Too much people pleasing, too much over delivering, too much work, too many wrong clients, maybe a little bit of misdirection. I mean, we we, we speak about avoidance, an awful lot with don't forget yourself. I forget yourself. It's all about if we break it down, we just stop people avoiding the stuff that they want to do. It's all too good and easy to say, just do the thing. There's so much more behind the scenes. And there's two levels of avoidance. Number one, it's the, the fear-based. It's the automatic. It's what takes us away from our goals. And we have all the excuse and justification as to why that's okay. Then there's the strategic avoidance. Now, you've been through, whether you know it or not, the strategic avoidance kind of phase of this. No, I'm not going to just scale. I'm not going to actually look for work. I mean, yeah, there, there might have been some other fear-based avoidance in there as well, but you justified it with, Here's the reason why. Here's the bigger picture. So you strategically put that aside. Now, oh my gosh, now, now you're in this place where 
your outlook and visibility. You're, you are stretching yourself. And this is where avoidance starts to come in. And it's sneaky. Oh, my word, it's sneaky. So you've spoken about how you strategically avoided some things so that you can start to grow. As you've now hit this new, this new place, where is where is the what are you avoiding right now that you know what you should be doing but you just can't do it? What what are they? What what are they? Um, personally, for me, honestly, I would say I'm avoiding um, content planning, <laughs> and I know that that's just like a technical thing, but it it goes along with the whole social media. Like I yeah. took a hiatus for years, mm. and that's. I feel like that's a cop out anyway, but, uh, I, because I am trying to be more visible. So, but yeah, I just, I'm not good at it. I'm not good at those people, those things that you would think I would be okay at scheduling and things like that. I just, I don't, I want to be authentic and I want to say what I want to say because I want to make an impact. And then that just gets in my way of just Ooh. being visible. <laughs> there you are. So you have the strategy. I need a content planner and then I can action it. But I want to be more authentic. I want to be more in the moment. I want insert all these excuses. Now that, yeah. that is a great example of avoidance. You know what to do. You just can't do it. With here's a justification. And it's it's coming from your biggest skill, the people pleasing, the caring. Okay. Who's to say that content planning is going to ruin that alignment? who's to say that i mean crumbs we could probably riff out right now 10 weeks worth of content we can probably break down your processes a little bite-sized chunks crumbs you can probably use at least three or four from this podcast interview that you've been talking about that you can just grab that and be like cool i can talk about this so where are you over we can stay with this we can go elsewhere <laughs> where else are you over complicating things oh my goodness um hiring out um, I get, I, I talk about it. I get to have support. I coach other people on having support, yeah. you know, and whether it's me or a, a referral that I send to somebody, I mean, I tell them like, you don't have to do all of this, but I don't take my own advice. I don't walk my talk because I am so used to being the doer and mm -hmm. the perfectionist. And I, I just sit there and tell myself, I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't even know what to give them. If I hired somebody, I wouldn't even know what to tell them to do. Meanwhile, I'm over here doing a lot of things that I know that yeah. there are many, many people out there that are just as equally capable of doing, if not better. And why am I not tapping into them? Yeah. Can I, may I reframe that for you? Please. You've, you've just said, I am the, I don't, I teach this to other people but I don't do the thing that I say I do. Okay. So now you're subconsciously out of alignment. There's maybe a challenge why the content's not coming because you are out of alignment. However, let's reframe this. I mean, you say it's because you're a perfectionist it's because you're a doer. No, no. The reason why you can't do what you teach other people to do. And we see that with all kinds of coaches and consultants, they need help in the area that they teach and coach at a different level in a different place, but it's a similar kind of flavor. And that brings guilt, frustration, misalignment. Let's lean into that and go, it's not because you're a perfectionist. It's not because you're a doer. It's because you're a fucking human being with emotions and brain chemicals and a nervous system and all these things, which means you can tell someone else what to do in a business and you wonder why they can't do it because they're going through the emotions that you're not. You can see so clearly. Crumbs, I can see this so clearly for you right now. If I take this same example in our business, in our world, 
I'm too close to it. So for you personally, let's remove that fear, that that guilt, that frustration. Let's bring that alignment back in to it's not because you're a doer. It's not because you're not because of these labels that is the justification that you will hold on to because you've made that declaration. Fuck that. You're just a human being leveling up, growing into a new identity, and it's uncomfortable and it's scary. From that place, if that starts to remove some ah, some of that energy around it, okay, with love, with forgiveness, with curiosity, you're not overcomplicating. It's not that you're not hiring. There's a need, there's a desire that's not quite being met. So what are you really avoiding by avoiding bringing people on? What's what's the next level down that's muddy in the waters? I believe my biggest thing with that is the fear of success, but that success looks like more toxic clients that mm. when I have somebody who is supporting me so that my output is greater and I bring in more people, that level of um, really knowing the client on a, a deep, authentic level and knowing the person that they are, you know, when you start scaling and you don't have that as much of a personal touch. Mm. That's scary to me. That's the piece that's, that's a scary false belief. to me. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's absolutely, there's no reason why <laughs> the scale that you or your team won't have that direct contact. It's just you're, you're feeling too, you're getting one stage removed. So you haven't got quite the control. I come back to control. You haven't got control. that kind of control. That desire of, but I want to be the one connecting. Sometimes it's like when we talk with accountants or lawyers now this is a good example their name is on the business the clients expect them to be doing the work and that's like well at this level i don't it's my team the majority of their best clients are like i guess your it's your value it's what you bring to this it's your business others there's a couple that will always say but i want you i'm sorry that no longer exists that's you're not here for me you're here for the service and my quality and my values and my mission is part of that so you've spoken with your coach about, okay, you want to get to 100,000 again. No, no, you want to get to 250. What does that look like? The entirety of the yes. What you're saying is that 250K, that comes with that, that money, but it also comes with more hours. It also comes with disconnect. It comes with this. If you can break down these elements, squash them, reframe them, because right now, if your body is saying this equals that, you're going to self-sabotage because you have a family, because you care, because you want the connection. You're going to find all the ways subconsciously, automatically to hold on to things that you desire the most, which are freedom, connection. Who's to say that that level of business won't actually provide you that? And if you can align that, oh my gosh, what's, back to your words, what's possible? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and it's so true. It's so true. And that's, I'm so excited for all of the connections I've made just this year alone so far. And it's yeah. what, the 10th, 11th? I don't know. <laughs> um, and 
And like this, this conversation with you, like just how beautiful and the, the coaching and just like the pouring in, like I am so open now. I was so closed off before. It wasn't that I didn't want to learn. It was more, yeah. I just didn't know how I didn't see what was possible for myself. It was just put your head down to the work. And I'm, I can just feel like the difference in my body going into this year and I'm so grateful for everyone that I've met that ha- is continuing to, to see what it basically they're reflecting me back to me, <laughs> what I do for other people, they're reflecting it back to me. And it's, it's so beautiful and touching. And I'm, I'm just so excited. I'm just so excited to see where this takes me. Oh yes. Well, we're going to be cheering you on from here. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I love you. You came here for, to be on a podcast, to get visibility, to, to build connections. And what you've received is hopefully that, but also, I, I truly believe what you actually have been looking for, which is how do I continue to grow and evolve? How do I get out of my own way? How do I start to become the next level, Lindsay? This is beautiful. So thank you so, so much for, for sharing not only what you do and the amazing work you do, but oh my gosh, your evolution, your change, your transition in the moment. This is, ah, oh, it's been so much fun. Thank you so much. It's, a, it's been amazing. I so appreciate you having me on. Oh, you're so, so welcome. And for those who want to find out more about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? Uh, They can find me uh, simply at my website, lindsaymaria.com. I'm also on Instagram. It's a little word that I made up, which is fun. So it's (laughs) lindsaymaria underscore techpert, T-E-X-E-P-R-E-T, E-R-T. Super. Well, please, everyone, if you're curious, like, hell yes, this sounds amazing. Please go and check it out. But uh, Lindsay, again, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. See you next time. Bye.